0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Here is Mary Beth Lodge.
2: Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today is an opportunity for you to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you look inside yourself and make some little change that carries ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond? Do you know that no matter what the change is that you make, it will reverberate through the lives of the people around you? No matter how small, it makes a difference. So for this one hour, pay attention. Spend this time really listening. You've created the world you live in. How can you change the things that you want to change? And how do you apply this to you? Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You can share information with other people, but ultimately, you are the only person you can really change. You are the only person you are responsible for, and you are the person that can truly make a difference. No, not by telling other people what to do, but by creating and attracting more positive light from within you. I know you're busy. We're all busy. I'm busy, too. We lead very busy lives. But sometimes busy means distracted, and distraction means we're not focused on our goals, on the people that are most important to us, on the actions that make a difference. So how do you spend your time? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? So let's start this morning by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? Now, I am grateful today for knowledge. That's right, for the ability to find information, and it's so easily accessible. We can do research in a way that we've never been able to do before, and we have access to just incredible information, and therefore, we can gain knowledge that not too long ago wasn't available. And we have knowledge of things beyond ourselves, not just the physical world, but that's that which is beyond us. And I'm grateful for that. This morning, we have a guest who is going to talk with us about our personal responsibility. That's right, responsibility for our health. Sedina Cappanelli is the co-author of Do Not Go Quietly, a guide to living consciously and aging wisely for people who weren't born yesterday, along with her husband and partner, George. Together, they are leading advocates for those of us who see aging as an opportunity, not a liability. These two are accomplished authors, world-class consultants, keynote speakers, and co-founders of Age Nation, a digital media company and social enterprise, as well as the Age of Empowerment, a 501c3 focused on supporting vulnerable sections of our aging population. Together, Sedina and George have been known as leading experts on individual, organizational, and societal change with outstanding track records serving hundreds of thousands of individuals and many of the leading organizations in both the private and public sectors. George and Sedina have appeared on hundreds of television and radio programs during two national book tours and in conjunction with the launches of their two previous books, Say Yes to Change, 25 Keys to Making Change Work for You, and Authenticity, A Guide to Greater Meaning and Purpose at Work and at Home. They've hosted their own radio talk shows, Talk About Your Life in Phoenix, and their current show, Age Nation Radio Magazine. Sedina has been a member of the Screen Actors Guild since 1979, having appeared in numerous films, television programs, and theatrical productions. She is also the founder of About Life Incorporated, a company she created to bring personal and wellness empowerment to women. Good morning, Sadina. How are you?
3: Good morning. <laughs> what a wonderful intro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, it took me a long time to decide which of your bios I was going to use, but I like this one best. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much!
3: And I also love your intro to the whole show. It's really telling. Um, Nice to see this kind of consciousness out there, you know.
2: Well, um, we have all kinds of opportunities here to talk, and um, and you have so many different focuses that you take. I want to make sure we get into information um, from the Aging Wisely book, but. but I also want to talk about some other things that that you do uh, your personal mm-hmm. energy energy program and the focus on prevention and wellness. so um, just start me off here. Where do you come from? How did you get to this place where you're so committed to aging wisely?
3: Oh wow, well, there is a lot of focus it's true and um, it all comes it comes to the the pinpoint of really for me personally, for encouraging people to be the best they can be. I found that out a long time ago when I was an actor. I worked many years, as, as you said, uh, mostly Shakespeare was my love. And I, I didn't know at the time that that was going to lead me to where I am now. I thought it was going to be about me being on the stage and all of that. And, but without that, without that dream, without following it, following my heart I wouldn't have ended up here and I wouldn't have had the skills to speak in front of large groups and and really the passion to do what I'm doing now with George having written do not go quietly and um, and then co-founding age Nation which is very dear to my heart where it's a an organization that Supports people in the second half of life in every way possible. It's like a hub, a place where you can come and be inspired and engaged and supported in all ways. and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. So I got here in a circuitous route. Um, I think what I want to say now is that when I turned 50, things really changed for me, Mary Beth. I had what I would call a perfect storm of transition, where I'm the oldest of eight children. I had recently lost my mother, my best friend. I was moving to a new state, into a new marriage with George, and just got the official call that I was in menopause, (laughs) began to mourn the first half of my life and boom i was really in a perfect storm of transition it just all came at once mm-hmm. and it helped me immensely because i was able to look at what was really going on and for the first time this this big 50 which you know i didn't think that was going to bother me but it just so happened that circumstances created me moving forward in a way i had no idea i just became willing to do anything anything mm-hmm. at all to get my sanity my balance my peace of mind, and I began using these incredible energy practices that, uh, I'll talk to you about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, decided to go for it. And I delved into my Native American heritage on my father's side, trying to find answers. Read every book I could get my hands on about the, the gifts of the second half of life, and I became very inspired. By the whole thing, it changed my whole life. And sometimes we have to hit a bottom before we can go to you know we can realize what our dream really is, and have the passion to come alive to it. And then when we have that passion, our health, our our well being, everything comes alive.
2: You know, I, I like the way you said that. That you know that was your perfect storm. You know, that same number for me was like opening a door. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I can live my life now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, yes. I, mean, I mean, truly, it was that that moment for me that something changed in my head mm-hmm. that I didn't have to live for everyone else anymore. Exactly.
3: Yes. Exactly. And and there, we're just in a completely new territory, aren't we? There, it's never been like this before. We, we've all seen it. People don't look like their parents to the same age. Right. We are constantly fooled at the, what somebody's age is. We're in our 50s, 60s, 70s and we're, we're all doing incredible things. And the people that we most revere didn't even begin some of their lives until they were 50, 60, 70, 80, and some of them 90.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So life is different and it's really about our choice. And as you said, opening a door is kind of like opening to a new perspective of life. Yes. And a whole new perspective. And uh, I had no idea either. I was hiking in the valley for a long time where there was a lot of trees and flowers and little cricks would go by. But I kept looking up at the mountain, just like when you're on a hike. I want to hike up there. I mm-hmm. want to get wide perspective. And I'm here now. <laughs> hmm I'm up here, and I have a broad perspective. I can see everything, and, and it goes on and on. It's limitless, and I know that I'm, I'm one with everything now. And I can look down at the valley. I had a great time, but it's not the same. We're in a completely different realm now, and we have all our wisdom and juicy energy and, and experience from where we've come from.
2: And you're really talking about being awake you're talking about being conscious in our lives.
3: Yes, I, I am being in the present, mm-hmm. being in the present and in acceptance. And as you started the show off with, in gratitude mm-hmm. for who I am right now, not who I wish I would I would be, but who I am. Now, our society teaches us to resist aging and all of its physical signs, particularly women, I would say, and to push our feelings down and try to fix ourselves, make ourselves into something we once were, or to look to younger images of ourselves as good, which is of course an illusion. So we come sometimes to reject ourselves rather than accept the beauty of the present where we are right now. And it's no wonder why people have such a hard time looking at their own deaths. They haven't been in touch with who they are for so long. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know, our book, Do Not Go Quietly, really focuses on that, on who you are now and celebrating this time of your life. I believe you get there, and George does. We think you get to that place when you've been willing to look at where you came from.
2: Hmm. You know, I hear that theme more and more, that, um, you know, looking look through your past, clean it up, <laughs> open up your heart, be present here and now. I mean, I'm hearing that theme over and over and over again as just so incredibly important to to everything. It's not just about our aging, it's about our health, it's about our connection and relationship with each other. And I suppose as you put it in the book, it's also then about the world.
3: Mhm. Yeah, how are we going to treat our world and ourselves at this time of life? We pick do not go quietly uh, because it's it's sort of a reminder that although life may be full of sadness and pain, there's also incredible joy and tremendous blessing. And so this statement, do not go quietly, can be a motivation, a clarion call for greater awareness and to take full advantage of every minute we have here because whether it's five years or 10 or 20 or 50 years, it's still a relatively short time.
2: And I always feel like there's so much to do. You know, there's so much to do. I have to live fast because there's so much to do. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's so true. And just to go back for a second there, Mary Beth, what you were saying, uh, the book, Do Not Go Quietly, takes you from as it is now. And then you look at concepts and questions and encouragements for the road ahead. And this is not just for somebody that's over 50, because young people can prepare for the road ahead. Um, and also then it's harvesting the wisdom of the past we were just talking about, garnering all of those gifts and talents and mistakes and everything that brought us to this point. And then looking at the here and now and the next steps on the road to living the life you are born to live and charting a remarkable course for the future which is, we have, every minute has worlds in it. It's just how much we're going to be awake to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we, we really do have this generation, well, all these generations have a second chance. Never in history has it been so much time. We actually have almost another 40, 50 years. What are we going to do with it?
2: You know, if we think about just, just what you just said about that amount of time, mm-hmm. there, not too long ago, the life expectancy was only half of what we have available to us now
3: yeah, I think there's some statistic that in all of all of history, the medium age was something like nineteen
2: mm-hmm. right all
3: of history. so right. that's really a chance to grow old once, and now we we literally are looking at lifespans that will be into nineties and hundreds and beyond, so what are we going to do with it? It's really a privilege. And to come awake to it, to realize the gifts that, that we each have. And we each brought in a unique gift, which is another thing Do Not Go Quietly focuses on, is that maybe we had to give up our dream to have children or to have a career or whatever. But Now, as we're a little older, as you said, it's like we open this door. We can do whatever we want to do now. So the book encourages and, and kind of stimulates ways that we can resurrect some of those dreams, some of those gifts that have been just sitting there waiting to come out and, and start playing and really expanding into your life.
2: Mm-hmm. Sedina, we're about to take a short break, but um, when we come back, I really want to kind of talk about kind of the health practices that that mm. underlie this time of of aging of you know aging well aging with health so that we can contribute uh-huh. happy to okay you're listening to the voice america variety channel stay tuned
1: You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray with his co-host Linda Crater and other prestigious co-hosts as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time.
4: Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
1: You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters.
2: Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest is Sedina Cappanelli, and she is co-author of um, just an incredible book on um, Aging wisely. That's called Do Not Go Quietly. And I, I love the title. Um, Sadina, it, it just speaks to, you know, take action and, and wake yourself up. Um, I'm wondering about the health issue. And I know that you, um, you come from a passion of creating healthier lives. So, um, l- let's talk about that foundation for people. You know, aging wisely and aging with um, the energy to complete Mm -hmm. those tasks has to have a foundation in health.
3: Oh, absolutely. We all, you know, say if we don't have our health, what do we have? It's kind of like if
2: we've all walked into
3: an old home that's been taken care of beautifully. And it's just been sustained. You You can feel it in the bones of the house. And they didn't just do a paint job. They took care of the infrastructure, right? So if we're willing to have that kind of beauty on the outside, we really do need to take care of our infrastructure. And for me, health is a lot more than just diet or or even exercise. It really includes... Everything in your life, are you in a great relationship? And if it's not a singular, singular relationship, are your relationships with your family and friends healthy? Do you feel good when you walk into a room about yourself? How are you doing? Because for me, beauty is from the inside out. I have, uh, I have a, just a devoted site that's of course part of Age Nation is this huge health division, and my contribution is enlivened aging, aging with an E for energy. And I do retreats for women all over the country, just focusing on that aspect. And what I just said is part of it. All the different spokes of the wheel are part of our lives and the way we come alive with health and energy. And so much of our inner sickness, I believe, comes from the buildup of pressure, of all that's been held in. We're living in a very complex, challenging world. Mm -hmm. And we need an ongoing release of that inner buildup so we can embody our wholeness. So anything that keeps those trillions of cells moving, whether it's dance or exercise or swimming or gardening or playing or practicing yoga, whatever makes you happy, bring movement into your life. It's one of the reasons I created PEP, which is a new DVD that just encompasses, it's like a moving meditation, and it encompasses the physical, the spiritual, the mental, all the aspects of of the self, and brings a real strength to the inner body. It actually works on the inner organs, and so there's a lot of things. There's a simple breath. Breath is your life, and it can act as your guide and lead you to greater awareness, so it's a good practice just in the middle of the day I find myself sometimes on the computer and my shoulders are up around my neck you know and am I breathing did I breathe in the last 10 minutes Uh, what can I do right now I can just breathe into my body and ask it what's going on and the body will tell you there's a wonderful acronym HALT and I add an S to that HALT and it means hungry, angry, lonely, tired stressed Hmm. are you any of these things if you are take care of them if you're hungry get something to eat if you're angry talk to someone if you're lonely reach out and uh maybe journal go to a go to a a great talk or something and mingle with other people are you tired rest if you're stressed move (sighs) (laughs) move 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 move, you know so pep is 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 a wellness program this dvd that that addresses all of that there's like i said so many ways everybody has the thing they love to do so that's huge and really breathing is gigantic and i also think so is nature so anyway being in nature is also huge be in silence uh reconnect with nature it, we're part of nature. I think we've forgotten that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And we're so disconnected that we're disconnected from ourselves because of that. We're each an exquisite prize of nature. And so when we connect, we can recenter and reset the rhythm of the mind, body, and spirit. So breathing is huge. I could go on and on. There's so many things you can do. And, of course, you know what you eat. Being, this is your body. This is your, this is your tool your temple for this time
2: you know isn't it amazing that we take so much better care of the fuel that we put in our cars than the fuel that we put in our bodies that's a good point Mary Beth.
3: really good point
2: you know i i love what you said about movement one of one of the things i know for myself repeatedly is that if i don't do some physical movement um and for me it's It's usually walking or running. I have to be outside. I have to be moving in some way that, you know, makes my heart do something beyond just beating at the the lowest rate it can. And um, if I don't do that, uh, you know, it's amazing how quickly I feel ill. I ache everywhere. I have no energy. I'm, you know, crashing by 8 o'clock at night. And it's just so interesting to me. And, I you know, I... Because I'm human, I test it on a pretty regular basis, um, and how even with that knowledge, I can still have an argument in my head in the morning. Uh, do I want to go out for a walk? Well, I have all these things to do. I'm so busy. I'm just so busy. Maybe, maybe I'll skip my walk, and it disconnects me. It's so true because really, our
3: energy is our life. It's our power. It's our true power. Think of someone who's died. They just lay there. The energy is gone. So that, if we can connect with that power, it's just like uh, connecting to a live circuit. The energy flows when you're connected. So I think another piece of that is remembering that we are part of of all. We're, we're part of the divine, our essential nature, whatever you want to call that, God or the force or, or nature, whatever it is. If, if we can connect to that piece of our divinity, who we really are, then suddenly we have an enthusiasm for life and we're connected to the live circuit, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it gives it gives me energy in the morning to do that, to just be grateful as soon as I wake up before I get out of bed and then I instantly want to do my pep exercises because a lot of it is kung, and there's some really simple ways to tap, to bounce, to do things to get the energy going. And then during the day, I keep doing them. Because we're, as you get older, it's just a fact that you have different limitations. We had a lot when we were younger, too. But as we're older, they're just different. So we have to take care in a different way. And I, I can't stress enough that staying close to the solitude of nature it keeps us young and pliable and keeps us juicy. Because if you look at nature, it's it's a very sensual thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
3: it's who we are.
2: Um, I used a quote in the program description, and I'm assuming it's coming from your book, um, uh, Personal Energy Program, that if we focus on prevention, we won't have to work so hard down the road fixing our bodies from disrepair and disease. The way yeah. to avoid this is to raise our level of wellness. Um can you talk about, you know, that difference? I, I think what, what happens for most people is, you know, we just kind of go on and we assume that the body will work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're astonished when it doesn't. <laughs> like, somehow yeah. that's, that's a betrayal. You know, how dare you not work for me? <laughs> um, but we haven't taken the time mm-hmm. to be conscious, to be working on prevention.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, well, it really is, it comes back to a choice. We have a choice in our lives about everything. And I think, again, it's about tapping into our, our gifts. We came here, big piece of Age Nation, our, our company, that's four people in the second half of life. This, this is really about touching into that seed of, of your gift, Michael Mead, the mythologist and anthropologist, he, he talks about how we are seeded when we come into the world with our own destiny. And then fate comes along, and it and thank God for fate, because it gives us a little friction, some challenge to move forward so we can follow our destiny. So sometimes we just need that, that little push. And a lot of times, like for me, I started off saying I had to hit a bottom before I was able to find a way out so whatever it takes for you I think I'd rather take the easy road <laughs> <laughs> and not have to be falling down so much I did a lot of that when I was younger mm-hmm. so now I want to learn from those things and I want to make the choice to really live the best life that I could possibly live when I was younger I had a lot of gifts but now I have gifts that are completely different that I couldn't have accessed when I was younger Mm -hmm. My soul is empowered now. Mm -hmm. It's seasoned. It's ready for rich experiences and a deeper spiritual, emotional, psychological energy. And it's just awareness. Awareness is everything, I think. It's a catalyst for change. If we're not aware that, oh, I could really live this time of my life in an incredible way, I can be the best I can be right now. So I have a choice today. I'm going to choose to make this the very best day. And I, I believe in questions. Uh, Clarissa Pinkola Estes has that wonderful quote where she says, questions are the key to transformation. The, the key that opens, I'm paraphrasing, the psychic, the psychic doors open when you ask the proper questions. So ask yourself in the morning, what can I do to have the very best day? what can I do to make myself just fly today and feel amazing? And your inner wisdom will answer you. Well, maybe you should get you should get outside and take a walk. Or why don't you call that friend? Or why don't you start the book that you were talking about? Or do something on this project? You'll get an answer. But I don't believe the answer to staying young is facelifts or rounds of golf. I think it's really tapping into resources that we already have.
2: You know, I like the way you're doing the contrast of uh, kind of our early years and Mm -hmm. our second years, so to speak, our second half. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the way you're doing that contrast because what you're saying repeatedly is is not a comparison of either or or better than. It's Mm -hmm. just different. You know, our, we had obstacles and challenges in our youth. We have obstacles and challenges now. They're just different. And what an incredible way to take kind of the emotionality out of aging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to, to take all of the negative stuff and the, the, oh, it's awful stuff out of aging. It's not awful. It's just different. Yes, yes,
3: that's very well put. It's so, so true. And what a lot of people don't realize is there's just extensive research that's been done on thousands of people 50-plus, and they found what's called a developmental possibility. It doesn't have to do with with your, with your physical being. It's going to decline somewhat, although I don't believe a lot in that either. But for the second half of life, they're talking about it begins at 50 and actually ramps up at around 80 and it's a development of the mind and the spirit. And for anyone willing to tap into this stage of evolution, then the decline of the body and the losses you know, that are inherent in age are just easier to bear.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's also evidence that shows an increased inner security, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Redefinition of time and space, of life and death and the self and relationship to others. I call this exper- exponential growth that really enlivened aging it's a, It's an opportunity to go beyond aging. We can find a new purpose in life really, and connect so deeply and meaningfully with community in a way we never could have done. For me, I was going so fast when I was young that i didn't I didn't access anything
2: Mhm
3: mhm so and now'm thank God I'm going on the floor. I can take it in. And, and I ask the listeners, what did you know? What do you know now that you did not know when you were 20, 30, or even 40? What, what do you know now? Just start making a list. You will be so surprised at the wisdom and the experience that you've gained. So why Absolutely. wouldn't you want to take that and, and run with it and share it as well with other people, especially young people who really need it?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Sadina, we have to take another break. Okay. Um, and when we come back, we'll, we'll go more into this. This is so fun. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
4: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at T R N.
1: Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.
0: Here on voiceamerica.com.
4: Adoption changes a family forever. For the adopters as well as the adoptees, there are many adjustments that need to be made, from lifestyle to financial and the personal rewards are unlimited. Listen every week for Your Adoption Coach with Kelly Ellison. We will examine in detail such topics as international and domestic adoption. We will talk with adoption professionals and hear stories about real families adopting. If you've been thinking about adoption or recently began the process, you'll want to tune in to be inspired every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Variety. Why do most women who are actively dating have to know what will the future hold? Well, for many types of guys, it just means what's going to happen tonight? The Dating Revolution is a new kind of show about dating. It's not necessarily about finding Mr. Right. It's more about staying in control of what you want and having fun while dating. Your host, Heather Jones, is a casual dating expert and will provide the tips and tricks both women and men need to navigate the ever-changing world of dating. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
1: You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters.
2: Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest is Sedina Cappanelli. She's the co-author of do Not Go Quietly, a guide to aging consciously and wisely for people who weren't born yesterday. Sadina, right before the break, you made a suggestion and, um, and I did start giggling. I'm sorry about that. You suggested that, um, that we write down all the things we know now that we didn't know in our 20s. And I'm thinking that that could take up a lot of pieces of paper.
3: Yeah, yeah, it could. What are I mean? Write down the beneficial things—the mm-hmm. things that that really make you happy, uh, that give you a sense of purpose, that make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you can think of. There's so many things you you know now that you didn't know when you were 20, 30, and I'm saying even 40 for people who are older. Uh, just think about that, that's just a tool a way of coming into gratitude and a way of coming into the present moment into the gift of your present age whatever that age is
2: you know I think so many times we you know we look back at some some slide, some picture in our lives, something that is in our past and we say if I knew then what I know now I would have (laughs) and and you know, oftentimes people say that, and the emotion is regret. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like to look at that as the—I don't know—the emotion of wisdom. Like, yeah, I really would have made different choices because now I do have—I learned from that, mm-hmm. and I have more knowledge. I have more wisdom.
3: Well, it's—it's it's so true. You are everything that you've garnered up to this point, point. and I think that's the missing link. That we are not—we're not looking at that huge mass of knowledge and wisdom and experience and humor and all these things that we've gained for this time of life. And also our imagination. I want to put that out as a, that's a tool that we are born with. It's our our birthright tool. Einstein said it's more powerful than knowledge. He said that, you know, logic takes us from A to B, but imagination takes us everywhere. So when we tap into our childhood traits, just you use your imagination, and think about all those things that made you feel good when you were a child. And actually, they say the human the human potential is that we are meant to maximize our childhood traits, not minimize them. This is uh, that's an old an old lie. <laughs> mm. We're meant to, we're meant to grow young, in within, within us. I think it's Emerson that says. As we age, the beauty steals inward. So look at those things that you have, all of those gifts, open-mindedness, flexibility, curiosity, exploration, maybe it's dance, music. Think of those things that made you feel good. Rumi said, let the joy of what you love be what you do. So what do you love? There's another list. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you love? I mean, what are the things that make you just jump for joy? What What did you do when you were a child? That you could resurrect a little bit right now, maybe you can join a choir, maybe there's so many things that we can we can delve into and stir that pot and come back into our aliveness
2: you know these are I, I'm thinking these are just wonderful journal exercises
3: <laughs> they really are well the book is like a, a, the book is actually a, a personal coaching session at the end of each chapter, we have a life tool, a life rule, we have inspirational stories. And and ways, questions that get you engaged. And many people bring their journal when they read the book Mm -hmm. because it pulls you through the process. Do not go quietly, does. I have another couple of things that just can help support your your immune system Mm -hmm. because as we age, that's a very big thing. We need to... Keep it revved up. Well, I have some things in PEP, for instance, tapping underneath the collarbone, the whole length of your collarbone, tapping and rubbing because that's the lymph system. It has no pump of its own. It's kind of it's the windows to the lungs. Like when you come into a house, you open the windows, right,
2: mm-hmm.
3: to clear the house out. Well, that's what you do. You're tapping there and then also tapping in the middle of the chest and the thymus when you're tired because the thymus regulates all the body's energy. Another thing is notice your first response when something unexpected happens. Are you angry? Are you discouraged? Or do you just say, oh, that's interesting. Oh, good. Here's something new I can learn from. Mm -hmm. Just be aware of how you're responding. Are you responding the same way you always did when you were younger? Do you choose to respond differently?
2: You know, that's the piece that is also, I think, part of our wisdom, Mm -hmm. that I... I think somehow in that second half of life, we recognize that we do have a choice of how we respond. We yeah. do have a choice as to whether we upset ourselves or view something with curiosity. You know, we have a choice of perspective.
3: Absolutely, it's it's huge. Choice is huge, and so is curiosity. Is just amazing. It's uh, we have a whole chapter on that. Just, just waking up, and that's a, another gift that's a birthright that we have. So what are these things you were born with that are gifts that you might just be forgetting that you have? It's like being with someone, you're, you're married to somebody for 40 years, or 10 years, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. After a while, they look, this, you, know, you don't see the newness that, that's there. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. look at yourself every day new.
2: Do you have an exercise for curiosity? Do you have uh, something in the book that kind oh, of yeah. helps? Could you talk about a, that?
3: We have a ton of exercises in the book about curiosity. Well, looking, for instance, being curious, the way I look at curiosity is like when I'm a child. I have this vision of me looking into a muddy puddle and knowing, knowing without a doubt that there's polywogs down there. And, <laughs> I'm, and I'm just wide open with curiosity. But I, it's belief. I believe they're there, right? Mm -hmm. You have this precision and this belief. So it's an open-mindedness. So go about your day and just try a new thing. Try spontaneity. Just ask yourself, again, a question. What is it about my world that I want to discover today? What's something new that I can find today that's hidden in my own house or in my drive to work or or what's something new about the person that I love that I can discover today?
2: That's that's really an incredible question. Uh, you know, I'm just thinking about all the different directions one could take with just that. What is something new? You know, it, as if in that childhood belief of there's, there's a treasure here, mm-hmm. I just have to find it.
3: Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's, that's why I think of a polywalk. Because mm-hmm. I remember looking, and sometimes they were there, and sometimes they weren't. But it was like I knew they were there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's all these wonderful things you can do, and again, on Enlivened Aging on the on the site, there's there. That's my energy site, and then even on Age Nation, if you want to get curious, we invite everybody to. Go to nation dot com and like us and and poke around. Look at some of the videos we have over over. I think seventy experts now. Gene um, Houston, we have amazing people, mm-hmm. and just just look. We have a post. We have an age nation post. If you have an incredible thing you want to talk about, you can you can jump in. We look at it like a big playground, and everybody has something they can they can add.
2: Mm hmm, and I. I've been, like I said, all over that particular website, and there really is—you could stay there for days. I mean, <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I, I found myself, like, really having to be disciplined with my time because, you know, I had a particular reason for being there, and I had to get it done in a certain amount of time. And all of a sudden, I'm off on this, and oh, look who you—who who else is here? And oh, well, look at this article, and you know, I. Felt like the bouncing ball. Oh, so, you, <laughs> it was great. <laughs>
3: yeah. So that's a terrific statement. And it, just so you know, it's growing, and we want you know we we welcome your comments. Uh, it's continuously growing and unfolding. It's just that kind of thing. Because we are, we're growing, we're unfolding, and age doesn't happen all at once. It's a choice so again between doing something that opens us to health and aliveness, or something that de- that ages us. We all know what that is for ourselves. We we really don't need anybody to tell us. Mm-hmm. I can go for a walk or I can sit and watch TV. I can eat something healthy or I can eat something sweet. It's a thousand choices every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So what are you going to do mm-hmm. to live your very best life?
2: Yeah. You know, I want to go back a little bit to, you know, people's beliefs about aging, Um Many times when I work with clients, one of the things I see is an acceptance of the family legacy, whatever that might be. You know, if, um, if a parent died at a particular age, well, you know, I'm not going to live very long. Or if a parent had a particular illness, well, it's only a matter of time. And, um, and, you know, I've found myself repeatedly challenging that belief that you do not have to accept your family's legacy. You do not have to accept the health legacy or the attitude legacy of the people that raised you. (laughs) I
3: couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, Mary Beth. We, We don't need to do that. We get, and again, society and by the time we're, I think, seven years old, we've heard nine hundred no's for every yes. Mm-hmm. So, what? How do we change that? That that is a decision that we have to make to change that. And you just did that,
2: mm-hmm. but
3: from what you said, you've made a choice not to not to do that. I hear people all the time saying, "Oh, well, my mother had." breast cancer or my, you know, all these things. It's the
2: diabetes one that that disturbs me the most. You know, mm. a, a parent was diabetic, therefore, you know, the, the conclusion is I will be too. And, and you know, that right. one, especially type 2 diabetes, I mean, it's so preventable. <laughs> it doesn't have to happen. All of the, there's so many things
3: that are going on now that are preventable. But again, it's our mindset. We are creating so much of this. We're co-creators. We're, remember, we're part of nature. We're divine. In our own right, we are—we are just like nature. That's what we are. So if we can own that, come into that, and even to into that sensuality, you've seen—you've seen. Look at Betty White. We have so many examples of people who just blossom more and more as they get older. And we—you're right. We're—we we're, come up in a grown up in a materialistic culture. And we've risen up after the Industrial Revolution, and our, our emphasis is always on productivity. And and so we come to believe that once we stop producing, this is another belief system, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That if we're not producing and achieving, then we don't have any value anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so with age, our culture takes away that that sense that we're valuable. And the, one of the biggest things that for George and myself, and for all of us age-nationers, is to change this antiquated vision of aging. We have to use a different, uh, a different paradigm. We have to redefine what it means. And we can't define it using the same paradigm as youth.
2: This mm-hmm.
3: is different. We're, mm-hmm. we're different. And it isn't just about looking good. <laughs> it's about a lot of other things. It's maybe our soul. Mm-hmm. And how free our soul is. And we can free ourselves anyway from that outdated illusion.
2: Mm-hmm. And in doing that, we mobilize an incredible amount of energy. Yes. <laughs> you, know, the, that, you know, the fears about productivity will all get wiped away. Mm-hmm. Once we let go of those limitations and beliefs, we are once again productive in a new way, in a, mm-hmm. in a wiser way and probably a more effective way.
3: Oh, you're so right. You're so right. This tsunami of sorts is happening, this demographic wave where over 50% of the U.S. population and all around the world will be over 50 years of age for the first time in history. This is unprecedented, and it's affecting all of us, socially, politically, philosophically, economically, in every way. Healthcare, medical services, everything is changing. It is up to us to decide what our destiny is going to be. Are we going to let... Let the the world that's going the way it is right now put us aside because we're all aging, you know. Right. right. And they're they're marginalizing older people. Where is the honor for all this wisdom and experience,
2: Sadina? I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and Mm -hmm. bringing us all of this just valuable information. So now it's it's time for us to challenge those listeners. You know, if you've been listening to us today then you have a lot of opportunity here to make a change in yourself and in this world. So go out there, make it a great day. You truly deserve it.
3: And go to Don't Go quietly, the <laughs> Yes.
1: Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.